Yeah, I just mm-hmm. I like I mean I'm yeah I like drugs. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, well, that you eat Sour Patch Kids like they're fucking broccoli, or well, nobody eats broccoli like you eat Sour Patch Kids. So I guess that's <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Tony, f- <laughs> nobody eats broccoli like I eat Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> I bet you that's a brand new sentence. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we parted streams. The USA. USA. Still can't believe we nobody has like you know the full-on Inspector Gadget. Like you can swap out the hand for like a blowtorch or a fucking chainsaw or whatever. Well, like there's prosthetics. like amputee kids like like uh, 3D printing. Uh, prosthetics and shit. So yeah. In no time, that. we'll have it. The kid I've with the Lego that. arm. They got the the girl that has like the sweet ass like carbon fiber like um, yeah yeah shoot, shoot archery and shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm still waiting for the like the super powered ones where they can just like crush a full soup can like it's a yeah like a- empty... Ash's fucking uh, you know mid- yeah. medieval power glove thing power gauntlet yeah yep. But we ain't there yet. Tar. Anyway, well, let's uh, let's kick this pig. Uh, <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. This is a podcast where we try to figure out how much ye you can haw. How, how much ye uh, can you West ha ha I could have kept going, but I spared you. Yeah, yeah. We'll finish the rest you, of it next episode. Until you pass out like you did that one time up the comet. That only happened one time, man. Yeah, but it did happen. And you're not any younger or in any better shape, so. <laughs> and I'm, you I'm just, just about as drunk. Oh, yeah. I, have, I fucking face planted, knocked my guitar so far out of tune that I couldn't figure out how to retune it. And, like, yeah, when you play the knockout game and you, when you come back to, you're just like delirious like i was i was like uncontrollably maniacally uncontrollably laughing and i couldn't stop and so i couldn't figure out how to play my guitar anymore so i threw it on the ground i was also really fucking hammered but like it was yeah. mostly mostly the get passing out thing so for the rest of the set i just sang like all the parts like all of brett's parts <laughs> all of my part everything yeah and then nice. for uh music Parts you were just going la 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 or some shit. Or, yep, yeah. that's my that's my go to my, my see, scat. I, well, then I've after seen, the show, fucking Mike Bowen from uh, Neutral Boy, uh, he they played the show after they played the set after us. But when we finished, Mike Bowen's like, "Hey man, fucking here's my phone number. If you ever want to play guitar for Neutral Boy, fucking hit me up, dude. That shit was fucking awesome." <laughs> I was like, "Oh sure, man. Whatever. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sounds good." Anyway, um, so this week. We're going to uh, try to do something that we did before uh, that you never heard, people out there, because nothing worked and the building caught on fire and the recordings came out, like, backwards oh, shit. and in Latin. Wait, wait. We're doing the fu- We're doing a, re- a redo? 
Yeah, we're doing a redo of, of, of the Haunted episode, and we'll see. Yeah, I think we've mentioned it a couple times, but uh, a couple of months ago we tried to do this episode. It's been so long, I forgot what it was about, and I don't remember anything from it. I might start remembering as we go along, but I like I can't even tell you what it's called. But we we tried to record it, and like everything broke, everything went wrong, and nothing came out right. Yep. So and um, you know, and months have gone like by. <laughs> yeah, months, months have gone by, and I've completely forgotten all the research I did last time. Because frankly, this is one that I wasn't super familiar with. In fact, it is kind of one of these. Um, of course, it's it's going to be a massacre again. You know, we're we're, we're doing massacre. Good thing you're we're drinking. Back, we're back to that. I'm not. Got my fucking right out of cowboy coffee. Oh yep. yeah, there there is no tale of uh, fucking what your beer's covered in this time. Nope, because the only beer I. Uh, I you still some... all you have is that fucking keystone from that camping no, trip. No, I think I, I think I have one Rainier left too. I don't know. Maybe maybe when we take a break, I'll grab it. I don't know. I don't feel like drinking too much. I got a fucking thing of wine. I was thinking of cracking open, but then I realized Ooh. I don't really like red wine. Gives me heartburn, but you know the antioxidants. So you know, yeah. We'll, they we'll say see. A, bo- a bottle of wine a day keeps you box not of wine. cancer. Bo- box of wine box a day. Box of wine a day. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we'll, uh, you want, oh, actually, since you don't remember, we're going to be like, uh, what should we say? Uh, Tony, what do you know about the Marias massacre? And the answer we already know is, you know, nothing. Yeah. Cause Marias I mean, massacre. I even forgot what it was called. So yeah, right. I, this um, is all new to me, even though we right. did it once. <laughs> Just like passing out and waking up in the middle of a shell yeah. and everything's new. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, just like let's hit us hit us with the comic sans. Let's uh, right okay. like right in the face. Let's, let's muddle our way into this. Uh, I got a touch of the COVID too, so you'll have to excuse me. Okay, but uh, you're not the only one who's never heard of it because it's pretty much one of the least known and most horrific massacres. Uh, it's always a good combo. Like yep. le- lesser known and most horrific is always a good. I think by design, maybe. Yeah. So that's 217 Pygon Blackfeet killed. Uh, compare that to Custer's 263 Whiteys killed. Uh, probably the most egregious circumstances because, what was that, Bo? Well, because it was the wrong village and everybody had smallpox and it was winter. Yay! Uh. <laughs> oh, I could keep I could keep going, you know, and there, you know, but yeah, but that's the main ones. Fuck. Yeah. Also, there's no signs to mark the exact location and no road to the actual, quote-unquote, battleground. Well, apparently, I, from my research, from the, uh, it's it's now on privately owned land. Um, and apparently, according to, I was reading something in uh, Montana, like Montana fucking Billings Gazette or some shit, um, where, like, yeah, uh, ancestors of the survivors, uh, they do go once a year out there apparently and do stuff so so this, this like, is a, this is in montana yeah everything's like north in central way up in the middle of nowhere yeah but oh, great, Fal- gotcha. great great falls is i think the closest big town i think imagine yep. that if you if you google maps it it just takes you to office max the fuck <laughs> makes sense yeah. So let's rewind all the way back to the Blackfeet's uh, first run-in with Whitey, or one of the most famous, uh, was with Meriwether Lewis. Mm-hmm. So Lewis and Clark, on the way back, they split up. Uh, Clark went through Yellowstone Country. Lewis was taking the northern routes, 
and exploring the northern rivers, including the Marias. Uh, with him, July 25th, 1806, were two brothers named Joseph and Reuben Fields and a half-French Indian interpreter named George Duliard. Duliard. Uh, Lewis was that far north because the Louisiana Purchase gave any river flowing into the Missouri to the United States. They couldn't get any other Indian guides to go with them because nobody wanted to fuck with the Blackfeet. Yeah, even way back then. Smart, pretty common policy. <laughs> yeah. And especially through the Mountain Men uh, era, that was usually the Blackfeet that were uh, fucking them up at any any turn that they could get. Right. Mostly because they were working with the uh, the HBC too, the their competition. So, what's right. HBC stand for again? Hudson's, Hudson's Bay, Bay Company. Hudson's Bay Company. That's right. So Lewis is exploring this river. He spots thirty horses riding towards him. Uh, Lewis was going back down the Marias from the headwaters. Uh, he couldn't get a good sextant reading from the clouds that day. A what? Sextant. Spell that. Sexy tent. Yeah, sextant. Sextet. T-E-T? Like sextant, only when the tent is a tant. Oh, tant. Sextant. Sexy taint. It's it's closer to, yeah, sextant. And that means... It's a sextant. What do you you mean? It's one of those things that look like that. And yeah, it it's like a oh oh like it's, a, it's for like, taking measurements. It's a it's a uh, you car- see it a the lot. Thing cartographers use. Yes, indeed. Okay, cool. I was, I'm like oh pirate ship uh, word. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's like cartographer. Like it's kind of like a telescope, but it has a little fucking gauge kind of thing on it. A, ga- a gauge for like like uh, what is it? Uh, horizon. I am Googling. Yeah. Lat- latitude, latitude. Because the more I fucking try to describe it, the more I understand that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Holy shit. You- <laughs> I know exactly what it looks like. You can get one apparently at Harbor Freight for $20.99. Harbor fucking Freight has one? Uh, and it's crazy. <laughs> it's like all brass and got multiple lenses. I'm Man, next time I have a spare 20 bucks. I did not know that had a fucking name, that, that instrument. Like I've seen them in you know old-timey paintings and shit. So the rest of the party was 100 miles away at the mouth of the Marias on the Missouri, and even that party was not that big or well-armed. Uh, so these 30 Indians ride up, and they shake hands, and they invite them back to the village, which was a few days' march away. But uh, Lewis was kind of leery of them for whatever reason. He thought they might get robbed, and he was right later on. Uh, theft was pretty common towards any of the Indian nations. Uh, well, as, as we know, if you have a horse and you leave it out overnight, it's gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter if you have low jack or not. Yeah, you pretty much get up in the morning and <laughs> or uh, and then spend the next day stealing your horses back or stealing new horses. So, like, but probably, you know, if you're Native American, it's probably like an average week at least three times you have to steal more horses because yeah. your horses all got stolen. Well, it's called then, a market-based economy. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> So there was eight black feet there next to the four whiteies. They had a nice din-din and camped together that night. Ooh, din-din. All got a good night's rest, but uh, next morning, shit kind of went down. Uh, Joe Fields laid his gun by his sleeping brother, and a Blackfoot grabbed both of their guns and ran off. Uh, brother Reuben woke up and ran after him. Uh, he overtook him and got the guns back and drove a knife through his heart. Ooh. Which is yes. not nice. I mean, I got, I got two guns, one from the Ichia. <laughs> yeah, one from the Ichia. 
Uh, back at the camp, Lewis was kind of doing the same thing. Uh, he drew his pistol, and the brave set the, down the gun. But as he was doing this, all the others were driving away their horses. Oh. Uh, Lewis ran after the guy who took his gun and who was helping drive away the horses. Uh, he was getting tired when the Blackfoot stopped and turned. So Lewis shoots him in the gut. On his way down, the Blackfoot took a shot at him. Lewis ducked behind a rock, and the bullet flew just over his head. He felt the wind of the bullet, at least so he says anyway. He's full of shit. But uh, either way, it was time to get the hell out of there. So they had to leave one of their horses and took uh, four of the Indian horses. They took back all the flags and medals that were left there that they gave them. Then they put one around the dead guy's neck as a warning. What's the uh, colloquial (laughs) term for... You know, that probably shouldn't oh, be yeah. used anymore. So yeah, it's not it's not the Native Americans that were being Indian givers that day. Oh, It shit. was fucking Lewis bastards. That That's thing's it. fucked up. Well, I, the I'm, metal... g- I'm going to call that shit honky givers from now on. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the ones that never kept their fucking promises. <laughs> well, that's the oh, other thing is he's, uh, Will's talking about leaving a medal on the corpse. You, we know what the medals were, right? They're fucking peace medals. It's like, <laughs> leave it on a corpse, it's a threat, yeah. Jesus. Didn't they have, like, Jefferson on them or something? Probably. I'm going to yeah. look it up. I believe it's yeah. just pretty much a giant, like, Flav of Flav size fucking <laughs> boy. brass plate with, like, Jefferson's head on it, if I remember. Please. Okay, the one side has a pipe and a tomahawk and handshaking. And then the other one, who the fuck is this? Oh, that's 1837. This is earlier, so yeah, I don't know. Jesus. So it's like, it'd be like if I came into your house and, like, killed your fucking mom and your daughter and then put medals around their neck that just said, you've been had by Ace Ventura, pet detective, have a nice day. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Jesus Christ. For you this afternoon, alrighty then. I have a package for you. Hope we can see each other soon. Wow, apparently there was a bunch of different kinds. I mean, they all had the hands in the tomahawk thing, and then, uh... But I'm seeing a Martin Van Buren one from 1837. I'm seeing Andrew Jackson from 1829, which, boy, if anybody <laughs> knew about peace, that Andrew Jackson, that was he was all about it. Fuck. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the Lewis Clark ones did have uh, Jefferson. It had him in profile. And what they would often do is they'd be like, all right, hey, Indians, we own this shit now, and here's your new king. Look at this guy. He's the great father, you know. Yep. And uh, it was like an educational tool. And also, you know, they didn't mind getting it because they didn't have a lot of metal, you know, around anyway. Yeah, it was, so it's kind it was of a novel. Thing. Yeah, it was worth yeah. you know. Melt it down and shoot somebody with it. Sure. Yeah. Oh, shit. You want your peace medals back? Walk up here, yeah. motherfucker. Well, just, yeah, I was going to say turn it into arrowheads or yeah, knives. Dude. But yeah, so that's Ugh. what that's all about. But that was the only uh, real uh, non peaceful encounter that the. Uh, Whitey had with uh, on uh, Lewis and Clark's expedition anyway. Well, or when it was. Did, didn't well wait? When did he get shot in the ass? Like one of them got shot in the ass. Didn't Clark get fucking shot in the ass? Or was that accidental? Uh, I don't know about that one. Anyway, go ahead. So they ride eighty miles back to the Missouri. Next morning, they awake to several gunshots. So they're like, "Holy shit!" But that was the rest of their own party. So they get into their canoes and they book it down the Missouri and uh, leave Blackfoot territory. The Blackfeet's memory of this whole thing was a little different, though, obviously. Uh, They said that they were young boys trying to prove themselves by taking back 
what Lewis's men won gambling, and they weren't warriors. So They're just little kids, or not little kids, mm-hmm. but you know, teenagers or whatever. Yeah. Now that yeah, that painted a pretty horrific picture of like some five year old sitting around with old men gambling, <laughs> like, and then getting shot and stabbed and shit. Um, I did I did the quick Google thing. It was Lewis who got shot in the butt, and. Got shot in the buttocks. Got shot in the buttocks. Uh, also, yeah, don't ever, um, don't ever Google Clark ass shot because the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the pictures that come with that aren't aren't the greatest. Do um, it. Do it. Yeah, but uh, uh yeah, uh, he got shot by a dude, one of the dudes in the party, because they thought he was an elk. Oh, yeah. He was dressed in brown leather, which I still will never understand. If you just see something... And he was doing an elk bugle, too. Yeah, and he was, you know, large quadruped, you know, with antlers, you know. It was also, it was close to Christmas. It was close to Christmas, and he had the, like, antler headband thing on to be be, uh, festive. I will never fucking understand where, like, people like, oh, I thought you were a bear. No, see, bears look like bears. I'm a guy wearing a black jacket. A bear looks like a bear. <laughs> a guy in a black jacket does not look like a bear. So why the well, fuck if you're did Dick you... Dick Cheney, you know, your f- yeah, best yeah. friend looks like a pheasant. Yeah, yeah, yeah his yeah. face five feet from me looked like a pheasant. <laughs> Pow. Uh, so we'll be talking about the Pygons, who are affiliated with the Bloods, the Blackfeet Blackfoots, and the Gross Venture Blackfoots. So this is all a confederation of Blackfeets. But they're known as Blackfoot in Canada, just to make it even more confusing. But they've been having contact with Whitey since the 1600s, mostly the HBC. Uh, their band was kind of devastated by smallpox in 1781-82. Uh, HBC had forts on the Saskatchewan River since uh, late 1700s. So when Lewis and Clark get there, they've it's been 100 years since they've been dealing with them. Damn. Here's a fun one, Tony. I'm sending you a link. This is linked to the Hudson's Bay Company's current website. And current, yes, it is. Did you say current website? Yeah, the company still exists. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. They're still making beaver hats? I don't know about that, but let me click on that shit. It's crazy. <laughs> what Social responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does... What does that have to say? Okay. This is awesome. HBC Social Responsibility Initiatives work to... Uh, foster and enhance sustainable business practices throughout the organization. To do so, we have identified four areas that shape our overall CSR program. Killing Contrib- all the beaver. Contributing yeah. to a sustainable environment. <laughs> by, by killing absolutely everything. Investing Mostly in our people. <laughs> Notice our people. Not, yeah, uh, no shit. Not, not, not the natives working for us. Ethical sourcing. <laughs> <laughs> giving back to communities. Here you go. Here's some smallpox. Yep. Yep. Whoa. Wow. Bet you didn't see that one fucking coming, did fuck you? No, dude. That'd be like <laughs> if like Henry VIII had a fucking Facebook profile or something. What the <laughs> <Probably>. fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Essentially, they were the only form of government in the whole Northwest. They are but, global. They are fucking global camp yeah. of the 1800s. That's Absolutely. what they are. Late for class. Forgot your books. Your cat was eaten by your dog. Your dog was eaten by a grizzly bear. 
Kinsey broke up with you after a three-month relationship. Boy, have you had a day. New from Bronson Swagger, the makers of the first American scotch comes child's play. The first whiskey for kids, with fun flavors like black bean, goat milk, New England blue crab, grape, and many, many more. And it's only 50 proof. Go ahead and have that third glass. So unwind and leave your troubles behind, cause it's playtime. Child's Play from Bronson Swagger. Bronson Swagger. It's good. Bars like zoos and aquariums, it's supposed to be one of the the better run ones anyway as far as being nice to animals right they don't they don't whip the dolphins they just drug them <laughs> yep how do you whip a dolphin <laughs> i mean i suppose when they come up for air you can is that just a rhetorical question well i'm just picturing like a scuba diver trying to crack a whip underwater <laughs> it's not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> they, they use the whips from like uh from uh, uh masters of the universe it's like if oh. a if if a fucking lightsaber was a whip. Yeah, yeah, basically. like a yeah. laser whip. Huh? Perfect. If you know anything about dolphins, they'd be into getting whipped anyway. Yeah, they're probably. perverts. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, all about it. Is <laughs> dolphin swimming around with a strap-on dildo on? <laughs> whip me, daddy! Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that was a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the drill yard guy went back up the Missouri and uh, with Manuel Lisa on his trip in uh, 1807-08. They established the fort on the Yellowstone Bighorn Junction. Then he goes back the next year to the Three Forks uh, and gets killed by the Blackfeet. Who, Lisa? And gets his head... Uh, no, drill yard. Oh, drill yard. Okay. Uh, gets his head cut off and his entrails split out or splayed out and hacked to pieces. Accident. So that's yeah. that's a yeah. And the three forks sounds like a pretty dope uh, buffet, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the Blackfeet were engaged in trapping for a long time, selling to the HBC and then later to the American Fur Company at Fort Union, which basically makes them enemies of uh, Ashley's uh, Rocky Mountain Fur Company. Ashley's a hundred, so yeah. that's why they're getting uh, attacked by them constantly. Which is always uh, funny, you know, like when you when you work at Target. And every once in a while, the guys from Walmart just raid your store and come beat the shit out of you while you're at work. <laughs> Stay out of Woolsworth. <laughs> oh, I miss Woolworths, man. That place is awesome. Because we only go on Halloween, so I just, even when I think of Woolworths, I just think of the Halloween costume section. I just think of the one in Dickinson. They used to just sell fucking rifles out of a barrel that were like old ass. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Fucking, the, just a no, barrel. The, the one I went to was in Olympia, the West Olympia Mall, so I don't think they're handing out guns at the West Olympia Mall. Well, fuck you. Every mall in North Dakota has at least one gun store. I didn't say North Dakota. Well, yeah, but I mean... Just... I, I understand that every Starbucks in North Dakota <laughs> has a fucking gun section, but... Yeah, yeah, but... And you I'm can also saying... buy the, the cam camouflaged uh, uh, sausage casings. Casings, yeah, of course, because you got to hide your sausage from the, the feds or whatever you're doing. I <laughs> Gotta know. hide the sausage. <laughs> <Yeah. Woo -hoo. laughs> I used no, to play that game with the Boy Scout leaders. Oh, tight. Yeah, I love, yeah it sounds fun. Uh, yeah, I'm, but, I'm not joking, though, by, about the camo. Anybody out there listening, I'm not joking about the camo sausage no, casings. That's real shit. 
Real well, shit. I'm not. I'm not joking about the barrel full of like M1 Garands and SKSs and shit they had either. Oh, I totally believe it. They were like cheap, but I was too young to buy any of them. So, fucking Damn. America is just not fair. What? Man. You're too young to buy guns in America? Yeah, in North Dakota even. This this, re- was, this regulation has gone too fucking far, man. I think mm. I was like twelve. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so the 1840s, uh, American Fur Company, uh, Astor solds out to a guy named Chateau, which also is a town in Montana. Chateau. The guy puts Culbertson in charge, which is also a town in Montana. He kills six Pygon with a cannon. Which is also a town in Montana. <laughs> Pygon <laughs> cannon? Yep. Uh, so he sends them away, sends them to build a fort down the river. Culbertson puts it on the wrong side of the river. So they had to tear it down and reassemble it. And that becomes (laughs) Fort Benton. Fort Benton will become kind of the uh, major hub of the area for a long time. That was the furthest you could get up with uh, by uh, steamboat for the longest time. That's right below the Great Falls and all that. Until Captain Grant showed up, jumped the fucking falls. Yeah, like Mm. evil fucking Knievel. Uh, then we got to mention General Thomas Francis Meager. Uh, before the war, he was exiled for trying to get the Irish Revolution going. <laughs> uh, this was in England. Yeah, well, no, shocking. Mm-hmm. But he gets appointed the Secretary of the Montana Territory. When he gets there, he, he actually never been to Indian country before. Sidney Edgerton, the territorial governor, just leaves. And leaves him in charge. <laughs> it's like, fuck this shit. So basically, he's governor and uh, Indian agent in all of Montana. November 1865, he meets with the Blackfeet Confederation. They sign a new treaty, but the Pygon chiefs don't bother to attention or attend. Blackfeet would basically get all the area above the Missouri, leaving the south open to settlement. Malcolm Clark, another guy you need to know, was there yeah. as an interpreter. And an asshole. Uh, Yep, and he killed many Indians and attempted to even kill a white guy. So that's how bad of a person he was. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, serial killer out the way. We're good. So after signing this treaty, uh, next day the trouble breaks up between the tribes. Meeker had to come back and get them to disperse while pointing a cannon at them. That's the best way to sign a peace treaty. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he sends this treaty back to D.C. with an Indian agent named Gad Upson. One more time. Gad with a D or B? Gad, Gad with a D. Oh, right. But he dies of consumption on the boat ride back. <laughs> if it even did get to Congress, they wouldn't even bother to try to ratifying it because officials on both sides knew that nobody would honor it. So another worthless treaty. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There'd be nothing as satisfying as, you know, dying in uh, trying to... Uh, you must something. get this paper to Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah. Oh, never well, I'm mind. i die first. Well, then it's like, oh, never mind. Please get this Sign. paper to Washington, D.C. <laughs> Will do. Yes, it'll be my legacy. Oh, we'll live on. Nope. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's like on uh, Top Secret where he's like, you must get this in the mail. Oh, yeah. Get this <laughs> publisher's get this, clearinghouse. Yeah. <laughs> this must get to New York by Wednesday. <laughs> publisher's clearinghouse. Yeah, they fucking light it on fire, too. Wait. You dropped your phony dog poop. What phony dog poop? 
souvenirs, novelties, party tricks. Ah, what a great movie. Uh, the day after ups and leaves, trouble starts again. Uh, Blackfeet kill whites and steal their horses. Whiteys formed a vigilance committee and kill the Indians. Uh, the vigilance committee prepared for a summer war to wipe out the whole Blackfeet. I'm thinking a summer war. I think a fall war would just be like, we did that last year. Let's go with summer this time. Yeah. I'm more of a summer color anyway. And if you remember anything from the plumber episodes, like vigilance committees were all the rage in Montana at the time. Well, that and uh, that fucking that Clark asshole. We'll talk about him more later, but I just remember like last time I did research, when you said he he almost killed a white guy too. Do you remember how that went down? Uh, no. Because it's like kind of it was like it was like him and and another guy against a dude. And I think they fucking first bashed him in the head with a hammer. And then the guy managed to get his knife out and kind of like cut on him a little. It, it Jesus was Christ! But like, uh, like the other dude, like basically came, in, like got away, like got in the boat and like went downstream and like with his hammer or axe head. It was oh, an axe. Fuck. They hit him in the head with a fucking axe, and he's and he kind of went and like told on him. It's like, being oh, these mean guys to just me. trying to kill me with the fucking axe. Yeah. Jesus. So that's that's that episode. I just. Uh, I don't have my original research, but I, re- I do oh, remember dude. that distinctly and thinking, like, holy fuck. Uh, also, when you anyway. said, like, in Montana, vigilance committees were all the rage, it just made me think about the gender reveal parties that are all popular, you know? And I was just thinking, like, I'm imagining, <laughs> like, a, a reformed a vigilance committee. All right. And it's like everyone in town, they're like, and we're getting vigilance on... <laughs> Ted. <laughs> yeah. Hell, yeah. Congratulations, Bill. You got 48 hours to flee. We'll be in hot pursuit. Uh, don't let us catch you. Yeah, we got to get the rope sorted out. I know we started a forest. I know we started a forest fire, but at least we're getting vigilance on this motherfucker. <laughs> it's obviously yeah. his fault that the forest fire happened because we got his name when we blew the thing up. That son of a bitch. Uh, so meager in charge there in Montana. Uh, did not get along with General Sherman. Uh, Meager was in charge of the New York Irish Volunteers during the Civil War and served underneath Sherman in the Battle of Bull Run. Uh, after the battle, Meager felt the Irish Volunteers fulfilled their promise and sends them all home. Uh, Sherman forces Meager to stay at Pistol Point. <laughs> because that's not wait, how wait, he, he sends works. he sends all the Irish home we... to Ireland or to New York. Oh, okay, no, okay. to New York. But it, it's, it's just the factory. You don't get to, oh, okay, we did one battle. We're done here. We're all going to go But home. they're volunteers, though. Have fun, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, you're yeah, dealing with cock, fucking Sherman, you know. dude. <laughs> you don't get to disagree with yeah. that, dude. Nope. No. Not but uh, Meager, when he gets back to New York, tells on uh, Sherman in the papers, but at pistol point, getting commanded back to, to fighting. Yeah. Meager, so he has a rough time getting troops from Sherman, especially cavalry for uh, most of the troops are in the South for reconstruction after the war. Um, Finally, he does get troops, but they go to the Missouri around the Judith, not the Bozeman Trail of Virginia City where all the action's happening. So all these attacks are still going on by the Pygons. George Wright replaces Upson as an Indian agent because he's dead. This guy even from the time, suffers from a lack of judgment and a quarrelsome disposition. He antagonized three out of the four Indian peace commissioners, though his duty was to protect the Indians from the depredations of the white man. Uh, He also didn't get along with Meager at all, so basically this guy's a dick. They picked the wrong motherfucker for that job. 
Well, and plus Meager, at a certain point, he didn't even want to be there anymore. He just wanted to leave. Like, when are they... Are we at the point where they're supposed to be sending an actual governor? Yep. And he's, but, like, waiting. And he's like, this fucking shit sucks. I don't want to be governor anymore. And he's just kind of waiting for the actual governor to show up. Uh, yeah. So this guy, Green Clay Smith, comes to Montana. Wait, what's his name? After Green Clay Smith. Green Clay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's where like, you make zombie okay. dildos out of. <laughs> <laughs> to strap onto dolphins. <laughs> or play drums so, with, I guess. Okay. Yep. So Edgerton was uh, gone for a year. Uh, so he's finally being replaced. He leaves about two months in for uh, bouts of drinking and gambling with federal funds. That leaves Meager in charge again. <laughs> Though he was to be replaced, but Congress wouldn't approve another successor for him. So basically he's stuck with the job again. Even though he fucking sucks. All this is going on with a big old boom in Virginia City there in Helena, too. The troops were doing nothing at Fort Clark, east of Fort Benton. They didn't want to come out and protect any of the travelers on the Bozeman Trail. <laughs> Plus, they didn't get any more troops anyway. Uh, but they did get uh, the go-ahead to form a militia, though. So while this is going on, Bozeman and the Virginia papers are... Paranoid and whipping the fr- uh, people into a frenzy about Indian attacks and stuff. That's why they. That's why they're forming the militia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because if the army can't whip them, the drunken civilians with guns, will. right? Or you know, I'm sure <laughs> half of them get guns. The other ones get like a broken bottle or rake or whatever the fuck they got later. Yeah. On. Jesus. Anyway, so the Bozeman and Virginia papers are paranoid of Indian attacks. But in April 1867, Bozeman of the Bozeman Trail fame gets killed on his own trail by the crow. But, of course, the Blackfeet, yeah. the Pygons, get blamed for this. It was named the uh, Bozeman Trail, and he was already, yep. like, before he died? Oh, shit, I thought it was named after he died. No, he, like, I think he named it, like, after himself. Of course. He? He's like, this is my trail, bitch. What's his first name? That's how they, uh, John, I think. Oh, the, I yeah. forget, everybody's named John back then. That's right. Yeah, unless it's Hezekiah or fucking X. Right. Or Bigfoot. <laughs> always, always John unless otherwise specified. <laughs> yeah. So the Pygons are blamed. Uh, this is mostly because the interpreter was a crow. Uh, he blamed Chief Mountain Chief. Uh, Chief Mountain <laughs> Chief. Of the Pygons. Also, the paper blamed him for death of another Pygon Chief, Little Dog. So Little the dog. telegraph is new in Montana at the time. So now Meager and Sherman could communicate all they wanted to in a very catty way. <laughs> uh, Meager wanted more troops. Uh, he couldn't get them. Sherman said that the only help uh, was coming were guns, which is nice. Sherman sent a man from Utah, though. I don't know why I pronounced from- it Utah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you mean Utah? We must. Welcome to Utah. We must go to Kentucky. Heading west to Kentucky. There is a war on. How is it you are heading west? Well, we kind of face to the north and real sudden like turn left. Isn't that what DDL says? Yeah. So. Whatever it was, it's the most epic left ever. Yes. What's well, DDL? Gotta have some epic DDL. Okay. So they give them the go-ahead to raise a militia and they'd be paid for a whole three months. But the Indian threats were hollow or just totally made up. Uh, 
Meager had no political ambition. That's why we probably don't know him. But he might have pressed the issue because if you have a militia, you might as well use it. Basically, they just rode around. So uh, Meager was sick and wanted out. Two weeks later, Meager was dead. He Mm -hmm. fell or was pushed off a steamboat at Fort Benton. And because in the 1800s, touching water makes you die. I was going to say, he fell off a steamboat and what? Landed on... Like, three inches of water. Well, <laughs> well nobody could knows. swim back in the day, so you drown in three inches of water. So. That's true. I, f- I forgot. Yeah, nobody nobody can swim, and you're wearing like boots that come up to your fucking knees that fill up with water, so you, then you can't get them off if you are drowning. And you know, you got a bunch of metal on your body and guns and shit. Just really unsafe, everywhere. generally. Yeah. Well, and like you said, white people were thought if they'd get wet, like, ghosts would get in their blood or whatever the fuck half the time. Anyway, that's why half of them wouldn't bathe, yep. so. Yeah. Ah, not a bath! Ah! <laughs> yep. Melt like the fucking Wicked Witch of the West. Awesome. I want to see that. All that's left is a mustache and a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> he was a toon the whole time. Remember me, Eddie? When I killed your brother, I talked death! Uh, August 67, we have General Terry fucking around with shit. He helps build Fort Ellis at Bozeman, so they have another fort there. Uh, They finally have a new governor in there since Meager's dead. That's Governor Smith. He wanted to keep his militia going, though. Tell me his name is John, too. Probably. My my grandpa's name is Robert Smith, so that can't be more of a white man name. Robert Smith, Robert Smith. Yep, Bob. Uh, Terry turns him down. Uh, was not needed. But uh, Smith is constantly requesting this from Sherman, too. The paper accused Smith of trying to profit off the government. Terry, before he finally left, finally closed up Camp Cook, which was out of the way and refused to help people. That was the one by Fort Benton that uh, Meagher was on the way to go to to get some guns because they wouldn't deliver them up to him. This is oh, like confusing they dropped enough. Off the... Yeah, it's like the... Like, Sherman sent him a bunch of guns, but nobody to use them. And then they only sent him, like, most of the way. They didn't send him to the actual Fort Benton. <laughs> nope. So, like, 300 like, oh. miles away. Yeah, they got all the- Oh, that Oh, that shit. Far? So, somebody else completely got the gun. It's not like your neighbor in your apartment building got your Amazon package. It's like somebody- in- It's like some in Spokane got your Amazon totally. package <laughs> when you were in Seattle, yeah. But they, they, got the, they got the guns, and all of them were like, oh, I haven't taken my- uh, Hunter safety course, so I really can't use this. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they just let him sit Well, there. it sounds like... They, well, that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, they were just piled up. They're like, well, if you want them, come get them. Okay. You can... Oh, yeah. Come get all these guns. Fuck you. I ain't <laughs> yeah. going over there. <laughs> these were also the guys that wouldn't go out on the Bozeman Trail to help anybody either, so... Yeah, they were like the most use, useless soldiers in all... Well, I mean, they were... Weren't they pretty heavily outnumbered, though, too? Of course, because there's yeah, like but, 400 troops in all of Montana for the whole state at the time. Right, so, so it's like 14, 14 guys living in a root cellar supposed to take care of the whole Bozeman Trail, basically. <laughs> and half of them are Germans that don't speak English. Yeah. God, this sounds yeah. like a, yeah. a math story problem from, like, middle school. So you get three German conscriptees, four Irishmen, and a half-native scout... How many miles of the Bozeman Trail can you successfully defend if your guns are 300 miles away? You have five minutes. Show your work. And of course, the Bozeman Trail is 
on the south part of the state, and of course all these forts are on the north part, just to make it even more stupid. But they do build a new fort at Fort Shaw, which is uh, between Helena and Fort Benton on the Missouri there. But it was technically inside the Pygon hunting grounds, and it did little to stop any of the Indian depredations. Well, I'd say if they're, they in the, if say. they're inside the Indian hunting grounds, then they get to get hunted by Indians, right? Probably. That, should, that would be should, the, should be the fair thing to do. <laughs> uh, Montana well, citizens welcome. are climbing for intervention. Sometimes the stories are actually true, but most of the time not. But that didn't stop people from reporting on them. Uh, March 1868, Grant was still in the head of the military. He officially banned the forts along the Bozeman Trail. This is the Red Cloud War, if you want to go back and listen to the Fetterman Massacre. Uh, oh, shit, man. I must have drove right through Fort Shaw this summer. I don't know if there's yeah. anything actually there, but... There's a town. Oh. But, uh, yeah, that's the way I left uh, Great Falls, right through there, huh? Interesting. Oh. Didn't notice any signs or anything, but okay. Anyway... Anyway, at Fort Benton, the trade of whiskey and pelts was out of control. Whiskey for pelts. Yeah, baby. Yep. Congress wasn't bothering to ratify any of the treaties that were coming their way. Basically, everybody knew that they're bullshit, especially the Indians, of course. Um, the government only sends a major, uh, Major Cullen, to represent them, who might have still been drunk. <laughs> And might have not have any Blackfeet actually sign it, but he still carries it back to D.C. And it reestablished the same boundaries of the 65 treaty that was never signed either. They just don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're just like, oh, I don't know, dude, you're new. Get the fuck down there. We've been partying for a week. Just go tell them what's up. I don't care if it well, gets if signed or not. Well, you're supposed to find yeah. these, these chiefs and, you know, it's yeah. a three-day ride. Are you going to actually... Ride or just get drunk. You're just gonna stay in town and get drunk. Or <laughs> uh, I found I found an Indian. I got him to sign something. Yeah. Well, was it the right? I don't <laughs> totally. know. It was. His. I don't know. He was a bartender, so yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, as far as I he know, had a he could have been. On him. Uh, yeah, he could have been Italian for all I <laughs> so fucking That was my you literally. Know, like, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. It started with an I. It was like in is something. It's Italian, yeah. Italian. I don't fucking know, man. Indian. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I got an X on the line, so we're good. Yeah, oh yeah. no, I didn't so draw that, the X. Somebody else did. I swear. So so now I get to go all the way to Washington D.C., huh? You're gonna pay me for that? I'll, I'll do that. I, I like I, I like money. <laughs> yeah. You guys pay mileage? Oh, and I get a credit yeah. card. Sick. Yeah, totally sign that shit. Mm-hmm. So among these Bush. signatures, though, were Chiefs Heavy Runny, Heavy Runner and Mountain Chief. So they actually signed the treaty. And these are the guys that we'll be talking about later. Right. Uh, I got time for a piss right here. How the West was fucked will be right back. Bought our shirts from T Public. We got one with Punchovia eating a ice cream cone. It is pretty rad. Buy our shirts from Tea Public. We have four, I think. They're really good. Bold designed him himself. He has two thumbs, and that's cool. 
and stuff. Buy our shirts from T Public. There's one with Bass Reeves. He's a kick-ass marshal from the territories. Buy one now. Buy one now. You fucking idiots. But are you from Bile City? Fuck you in the butt. So, Mountain Chief and Heavy Runner signed the, the treaty. But trouble happens shortly after because Mountain Chief was struck and shot at by two white guys. Uh, Mountain Chief asks that these white guys be expelled from his territory, which is a nice, you know, nice ask. Uh, Major Cullen tried to have the guys arrested, but the sheriff and justice of the peace resign in protest. Uh, Cullen also tries to clean up Fort Benton, seizing buffalo robes purchased with whiskey. But the main witness of this was on his way to Helena to testify against it. But he was strung up outside of town and promised to leave when he was nearly choked to death. Oh, good. Jesus, man. Uh, Governor Smith leaves again, leaving a guy named James Tufts in charge, the secretary again. He leaks the news to the press that the new treaties were not ratified yet, and it had the same boundaries of the other treaty of 1865 that was never ratified either. But this gives the populace the idea it was okay to kill any Indian off these supposed reservations that were never signed in the first place. God damn it, dude. So the Blackfeet's, Blackfeet, Blackfeet, and the Bloods were getting along with Whitey. Uh, but it was the Pygons that were retaliating against Whitey's. Uh, the Whites thought Mountain Chief killed John Bozeman in 1867, even though it was uh, the Crow. The crow. Uh, <laughs> Every time you say it was the Crow, I literally picture, like, you know, Brandon Lee. the crow, like yeah, like Brandon oh, Lee, no. like the fucking. L- literally, that was the problem I was having like a few episodes ago. Where it's just like <laughs> just emo motherfucker, like lighting a fire. <laughs> the fucking crow. I saw him too. He had a guitar. He winked at me before he jumped out a fourth floor window like he had wings. He winked at you. Now introduce a character we know, General Alfred Sully. Yay. He's on the scene as an Indian superintendent, which, if you know, the superintendent of the schools is pretty pretty much a loser. Yeah, Just totally. Just this guy. <laughs> Look at this fucking dork. <laughs> Off my res, bitch. But, uh, you know, we have Sully's expedition, but his dad painted the Washington Crossing to Delaware, so, you know, that gives him a little few more points. His dad was a nerd, too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking nerd. Uh, so it takes him a whole week before he asks for more troops in Montana. Uh, there he only had 400 in the whole territory, but he kind of knew that what was coming down the pike. Sully blamed the attacks on outside tribes, though, not the Pygons. He also blames whiskey and white guys trading it on the reservation illegally. Which was shockingly true. Even like, though technically there was no reservation. Uh-huh. And yeah, no because the treaty was illegal. To- Yep, and no reservation to be off of to be considered hostile. No reservation. Fucking hostile. Mm-hmm. I would be too. You all would be too. <laughs> so we go to the murder of Malcolm Clark on August 17th. Hey. That was he was only- a real piece, piece of shit on his own anyway, but yeah. Yep. That was only weeks after Sully gets there. He was killed at his ranch by Pete Owlchild. Owlchild? 
Owl yeah, Child. Cool. That's the forgotten member of Kiss. Sick. <laughs> Owl Child. <laughs> uh, and a small group of Pygons. Uh, they lure him outside with his half-blood son, Horus. Uh, Horus was left for dead, but recovered to tell the tale. Helena was super pissed. Not not the lady Helena, but the town. The whole town. Okay. Yep. They wanted blood, but the newcomers and most people in town didn't know the history between Clark and the Pygons. Turns yeah. out Clark had a Pygon wife, whose brother was Pete Owlchild. Oh, yeah. shit. The accordion player for Kiss. Yep. Yep. Oh. <laughs> whose dad was Chief Mountain Chief. It turns out that Clark beat Pete Owlchild and seduced his wife. Yeah, but Owlchild, like, supposedly had stole horses from him, too. Yep. But, I mean, it's just some goddamn wonderful whites of Again, yeah, it's like some trailer park shit. This is some fucking Doc Holliday trailer park shit. (laughs) Yep. Fuck. So imagine starting a whole war between nations between some, you know, trailer park Jerry Springer shit. Yeah. Uh, also, years before Clark killed Ken McKenzie's son near Fort Union, both were drinking and they got into an argument. He also, oh, this is what you're talking about from before. He attempted to kill somebody with an axe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What were they arguing about? Probably just who was drunker at the I'm time. I'm just imagining Wait, shampoo is better. No conditioner <laughs> is better. <laughs> I don't use either because I'm a white man from the 1800s and I don't bathe. <laughs> Unlike those godless heathens. Yeah. So warrants were issued. Uh, if they didn't turn over the participants, the army would come in. Sheridan laid out a case for Sherman for punishment, quote unquote. They planned to fill out more ranks and hit them in the winter. They even set a date for January 15th. So this is... Uh, Two weeks into the year of Grant's peace policy towards the Indians, so <laughs> they make it a whole two weeks before. That's <laughs> off to a banner start. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. Gonna hit them right in the winter. Pow! Right in the winter. <laughs> so, uh, Major Eugene Mortimer Baker. Eugene Mortimer. Yep. Jesus. Eugene man. Mortimer Baker. <laughs> that that's like that that dude should have died in high school from humiliation. Just getting made fun of every fucking day. Yeah, because there was totally high school. Uh, Sheridan handpicked him over other higher-ranking officers. Because he's a mean drunk. Because he was a mean drunk. <laughs> I mean, I would be too if my name was Eugene Mortimer. But uh, yeah. Sully is still on the uh, on the scene there. He wants to talk peace, though. And he gets it with support from the military. But the whiskey traders make it to the meeting first. So everybody was drunk when Sully shows up. The next morning, they're still drunk. Uh, Sully lays out the terms to the Pygons. They promised to return the murderers, but Sully didn't really buy it. He actually resigns himself to leave it to the army because he's in the uh, Department of Interior by now. They wait till January. The quote from Sherman was, I want them struck. Tell Baker to strike him hard. Oh, boy. Striker, striker. Strike me, Daddy. More fucking oh, dolphin bullshit up in here. Here, I'm sending you a picture of Eugene Mortimer in his West in his West Point <laughs> shit. Please looks, don't hurt me. Yeah, he looks a little more. Uh, potential little, security threat. Uh, I'm not going to download this. It's from Wake Up Fucking. No, it's not. It's from Find a Grave. Okay. 
Did he finish last in his class at least? Oh, he damn. At, he's kind of hot. He died at Fort Walla Walla. Oh uh, no, he look he he kind of looks like the like the uh, fuck, I don't know. He just looks like the the sensitive rich kid that's like extraordinarily beautiful baby-faced with a fucking yeah, yeah. kind of almost a pompadour. Okay, but, I'd fuck him. But he died uh he died in Walla Walla, Washington apparently at the age of 47. Town so nice mm-hmm. they named it twice. Yeah. <laughs> we had a guy at work who was uh Filipino. They called me Walla Walla because that just Walla and uh, Filipino means like crazy or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from this domestic quarrel is going to be a battle between the army and the whole nation. Uh, but the cold delays the army. They have 200 soldiers. It was 40 below the, <clears throat> sorry, 40 below the day before Christmas. Uh, among the scouts were Horace Clark wanting revenge for his uh, uh, dad there. Another scout was son of a guy who started Fort Berthold. Berthold? And, which is in North Dakota there. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, sure. Fort Vagina? Yep. All right. Spelled differently, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and a bunch of volunteers who wants revenge because they're just paranoid white people. Uh, they move out of Fort Shaw January 19th. Now they had 380 men, which was, and it's still cold as fuck outside. So the soldiers, if you know anything about the uh, upper Midwest there, what do you do to keep warm when it's that cold is to drink schnapps or, or something oh, like yeah. that. And jack off around yeah. a fire. No, well, if you jack off, your dick will break off. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> but, keep No, I said around a fire. The fire freezes, man. <laughs> the only so thing that cold. doesn't freeze is liquor. It's the only thing that doesn't freeze. Any freeze. That's probably keep... how they figured out how how far to water down the fucking booze back then in that time. <laughs> it was like once it starts freezing, you're like, nah, it doesn't have enough liquor in it. Wow. Yeah. So Scout Kip, who is a birth old son, on a night of January twenty second, told Baker they're on the wrong trail. That he mistook Mountain Chiefs Village for the smallpox village of Heavy Runner. Uh, Baker was mad and, of course, drunk that they were behind schedule. He thought Kip was lying and threatened to shoot him if he didn't follow orders. I like how they were behind schedule because he decided to stay in one place and drink, <laughs> yep. basically. So they arrived the morning of the 23rd of the Marias. Baker was so drunk and mad at the guides. He was mad at the guides, so he sent him to the rear. So the soldiers had to find their own way in the dark. Uh, they've been doing night marches so far, so they wouldn't be found. And they're Working marching in the, the dark. Moves. <laughs> marching in the dark in about a foot or two of snow. Drunk. Drunk. Yeah, good stuff. Stealthy. Like, got to be very Navy SEAL-like in the precision of, you know. Plus, wearing probably not even winter boots because they didn't really have them. You're wearing those, like, fucking hobnail like leather boots. Shit-faced. In the snow, good stuff. Sure, they're real stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> so the first to arrive in the morning, mostly by dumb luck, was uh, Captain Lewis Thompson. He thought he found Mountain Chief's camp. So he comes to a stop and dismounts, starts to surround the camp. But uh, while he's surrounding the camp, something kind of seems a little off. Uh, basically, there was a stillness. A few scared Pygon came out uh, all sick from smallpox. This was actually the small group of gray wolves. They did tell him where Mountain Chief was. 
The day before, Heavy Runner pitched camp uh, where they thought Mountain Chief was. So basically, they're sending them to the wrong camp. Away from there, the men go to hunt buffalo. So basically, it's just women and children, and everybody's sick of smallpox. Oh, great. Uh, Kip tries to warn Baker again that it was the wrong village, but of course, that doesn't matter. In fact, he threatens to shoot him, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Shut up and stop, stop trying to do your job or I'll fucking shoot you. The guys who lead him in the wrong direction were not actually Pygon, they are blood uh, Blackfeet. So that makes it even more complicated. So the village seemed to be asleep when it was surrounded. Uh, Lieutenant Gustavus, Gustavus, Cheney Doan, fruit flies? Yes. Oh, they must have came out of the bottle of open fucking line. wine. Yeah. <laughs> Eat well, I know they're well. What I'm, I know they're coming for the wine. I know that. So Lieutenant Gustavus Cheney Doan reached the village first. He was actually third in command, but he was put in charge because all the officers were either drunk or away. Fuck, man. So basically, this guy wants to prove his dick. Uh. He didn't want to wait for surrender, so it was time for the nits make lice policy of killing everybody. Oh, goody. Oh, man. Uh, Chief Heavy Runner was not afraid of the army, though. He was told that only Mountain Chief's band would be punished, so he tells everybody to keep calm and goes his, gets his name, uh, paper, that he got from Sully on January 2nd. That he was told to keep, that would keep him safe from attack. Here's your receipt. Make sure you keep this just in yeah. case something comes up. <laughs> yeah. So he hands them to Doan, who ripped them up and threw them away. Heavy Runner turned uh, to run and was shot in the back. Oh, man. Oh, God. Then the quote-unquote battle was on. So shots from the top of the bluff where Baker and the main column were. Basically, shots from everywhere, everywhere for the next hour. Didn't matter that the Pygons weren't fighting back at all. Now the soldiers were emboldened, so they would run right up to the teepees and fire in. Especially after one private was shot. That kind of infuriated everybody. Probably shot by one of his own guys, too. Probably. So the army was shot right in the privates? Yep. Mm-hmm. So they rip open the teepees with knives and shoot people hiding underneath their robes. Uh, a few squaws and papooses were spared, but some were bashed against the rocks and uh, the whole... Uh, papooses, children? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have just said women and children. You don't need to use fucking John Wayne language. That's what the book said, so I wrote okay. it down. No, it's good. Air, air these shitty fucking books out that are... Actually, I mean, this book was recent, so... Yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right, well... <laughs> I, I know I know you had the one I don't remember what episode it was but you had a book that your mom gave you that was like written in like the 40s or 50s or some shit and yeah. it was just like the most just like racist condescending fucking like history <laughs> book ever a uh, few of the braves were captured but later axed to death well and that's described in some degree of like detail where like one kid was like told to axe a bunch of guys and then he just like ran away came back the next day and so somebody else had to axe everybody but they were gonna shoot him and there's like no 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 you gotta use axes because save bullets so just do them one at a time so you know that's that is, great that's that i mean it's too shit, cold to shoot it never it never fucking ceases to blow my mind like how dehumanizing the fucking colonizers are you know what i mean yeah yeah 
Where it's like, well, you're not even a person, I don't want to waste a fucking bullet on you. Yeah, yeah, well that and just, let's slowly do this one at a time, like you're all sitting in a line, so you're just watching this guy going down, like... I mean, that's a horror kill, movie. Killing your, killing your friends like it's you're so many, you know, chickens in the Tyson plant or whatever, you know, totally. like... No, that's just, that's a fucking, oh, like, horror movie, that's awful. Yeah, they don't, that's, yeah. <sighs> Humans are awful, yep. especially white people. Yeah. Uh, so Baker sobers up enough to finally lead the campaign again after the camp was burned. Now after. he wants to find Mountain Chief, which Baker thought was four miles ahead, but it was actually 16, which actually saves Mountain Chief's band because they had enough warning to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Basically, the soldiers were tired and hungry and hungover, so they wanted to go to Denny's at the time. I mean, when you're hungover, you're really hungry. Could you imagine being super hungover some. and super hungry and there's no food? Because yeah. you're, it's fucking January in Montana in well, 18 fucking 40 or whatever year this is? Yeah, that's why you just drunk all the time anyway. So that's that's how that works. Wow. <laughs> yeah, whiskey's got some calories. Baker was ordered back after the attack there. But he goes to the different fort. Uh, basically, he wants to get his story straight before he files his report. They reported 173 uh, Pygons killed. They didn't bother to mention that they're mostly women and children. They blame Heavy Runner's death on himself for running away. Um, and they're still waiting on Baker's report for about a couple of months. Right. He ran away after we ripped up his fucking treaty and <laughs> pointed yeah, yeah, guns yeah. at him. That's his fault, man. Yeah. Better shoot him in the back, like bra very bravely shoot an unarmed guy in the back. It's That's... always it's always brave to shoot an unarmed guy in the back. Always, yep. always, always. Yep. So Joe Kip, the scout, thought the death total was closer to two seventeen. Some said more. Uh, one soldier was killed and none were wounded. Uh, the military also failed to mention it was Heavy Runners Camp, known as the Peaceable Guy. Uh, Sully was still there. He challenged uh, General D. Truban's report. Uh, he heard that they killed women and children. Uh, Sully actually gave him a chance to fix the report, but D. Truban was indignant and said he wouldn't listen to rumors from whiskey peddlers. They gave him a chance to fix the report? Mm -hmm. Like change it from like women and children to soldiers or some shit? No, I think he meant the other way around. Oh, I see. Like, okay, sorry, like, sorry, sorry. Uh, Sully's like, I smell bullshit here. I got you. Okay. And oh, he, I see. I you see. Know, You're like, oh, they're his, all braves. Uh, took, do you, you want to rethink that? Took took out his red marker. Said, you know, see me after class. Oh, okay, I got it back. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, he also claimed the warriors were back in the teepees since it was cold, which wasn't true because they're out hunting. Uh, Sully even had the new Blackfeet agent go investigate. Uh, he spoke to Chief Big Jake of the near, uh, nearby tribe Shut of Pygons. Shut the fuck up. What's, what's his name? What? Chief Big Jake. Big Dig, what? Dig. D-I-G. Jake. Jake? What? Big Spell Jake. It. Oh, Jake. Oh, fuck me, man. I'm hearing Chief Big Dick. He's That's like, what I heard, right. Chief Big Dick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's probably some Chief Big Dick somewhere out there. Oh, 100%. Yep. We got to go back to that website. Mm -hmm. So Chief Big Dick uh, said that there are only 33 <laughs> men killed. 
And of the 33 men, 15 of our actually warrior age. So uh, the rest of those 200-some people were women and children. He confirmed the 100, or actually 173. Uh, and also Sully gets reports that the camp was suffering from smallpox. Uh, they had smallpox for about two months uh, before an average of six deaths a day. Jesus Christ. So the War Department starts an investigation, too. Baker finally turns in his report February 26, almost two months later. Uh, Sully gives his report to Eli Parker, who is an actual Indian of the and head of the Indian Agency yep. of uh, uh, Grants there. That was interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize that. But, uh, yeah. Oh, they hired yeah, an actual native to be the head of the... Yep. He was a guy yep. that worked uh, with uh, that Grant knew that I think he like worked for him like he was uh, under secretary or some shit during the mm. Civil War. But yeah, wow. he's an actual Native American. Then they ran him out of office with all this speculation of yeah. corruption and all that good stuff. So. Well, before he joined the before he joined the army too, I read, like read where um, he had gone to law school, but they couldn't they wouldn't let him get his law like degree because he wasn't a citizen, even though he's. Indigenous. Jesus to the, you know. Christ, man! <laughs> well, so well, he just joined I, the Union Army instead. Well, at the at the time, engineer. women couldn't practice law either because they're not citizens. They're just no. you know, like property of their fucking husband, and well, then also, uh, you know, slaves, slavery, well, slaves. It's like with these uh, the new Supreme Court. You know, nominee, or actually, you know, she got it on there, but like, oh, she's okay, an well, originalist or whatever. I'm an originalist. Oh, yeah. So, you want to be originalist, uh, you can't vote and you can't be a judge. So, uh, yeah, so there you fuck go. right uh, off. Uh, yeah, with you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm, a, I'm an originalist, uh, where it counts. Yeah. In yeah. The places that I want to be an originalist. Yep. Yeah. Usually having to do with anybody that's not white or gay. Yeah. Or Anyone's not right, not white or straight. Yeah. So somewhere along the chain of command, it gets leaks to the Eastern papers. Uh, then Sherman blames the Department of Interior, which was basically Sully. So the fervor in the East were, was not dying down. Sherman know, knows that he has to look at Baker a little more closely. Sheridan sent a telegraph directly to Baker asking for the number and sex of killed. It was another month before Baker sent in his re amended report. 43 people, and they were all, they'd all been laid twice. Some of them three times. Oh! Oh! Give me another month. I'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he claims 120 men killed, 53 women and children, 140 captives, and he calls Sully a liar. Basically, Sherman was sick of the infighting, and he said this report would be the last report. Didn't want any more reports from anybody. He writes to Sheridan, I prefer to believe that the majority of the killed at Mountain Chief's camp were warriors. And yeah, I, pref I prefer to believe that too, except for I just don't believe it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all prefer that. That would be, I mean, it would still be atrocious, but less atrocious. Yeah, yeah, somehow. Somehow, <sighs> some way. So Mountain Chief and his band and most other Pygons flee to Canada, fearing for their lives, of course. Uh, the Pygons cause a little, no more trouble on a large scale after that because they're all in Canada. Yeah. 
The army is nice enough to auction off the, their horses, some 300. That covered the cost of the expedition and more, basically their liquor. Uh, the buffalo robes and lots of them were taken too, but it was feared that they had smallpox. So the army said they destroyed them, but shortly after, infected ropes started them. entering the market. Oh my and they... fucking god, dude! Yeah. <laughs> this is all right. This is this is my problem with the just the free market economy. Is like you you got to recoup the cost of killing all these fucking women and children. So we, I mean, that's bad enough. Then they're like, we got to recoup it. Like it's bad enough they kill them. Then it's like we got to recoup the cost of the fucking but mission. By selling all their shit. So now we're going to sell all their shit, which is awful. Yeah. On top of that, it was a smallpox village, and the fucking coats that we stole from their <laughs> dead fucking bodies are infected with a, a super infectious like plague disease, and yeah. we're going to sell them to people so we can make more money off of it, because I don't give a fuck about anybody, right. as long as it's not me getting killed. Yeah, you pretty fuck much summed it up. you. <laughs> fuck you. Also, they... Probably sold them to the whiskey peddlers that were in Fort Benton to add to the other problem. Right, and if you're and a sale, if you're a whiskey salesman, people back east too. Exactly. If you're a whiskey peddler, you're selling to everybody. So you're yeah. just you're just making fucking super spreader events all over the goddamn country. Yep. Ugh. Motherfuckers. Uh, Baker continues to command Fort Ellis, though many people. Noticed that he was drunk during the attack. The army suggested another garrison be stationed down the Missouri near Smith River. They actually name it Fort Baker, even though Baker himself didn't think that the fort was actually needed. They rename it Fort Logan back in 1877, though. Uh, he was known in the territory as Pygon Baker, not always in a good way. People had mixed feelings about him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Baker even took to more drinking and gambling. He was in debt, uh, but was engaged to his uh, fiance. Uh, his fiance finally got sick of the drinking and left. Uh, later, Baker was commanding in uh, protection of a survey party down the Yellowstone River. He exchanged shots with the Sioux. This is what we were talking about with the uh, Captain Grant. Captain Grant, yeah. Yeah, but he was too drunk to acknowledge the battle, and he was put on arrest for drunkenness, uh, but nothing ever came of it. You get arrested in a war for yeah. being drunk? Uh, yeah, it's going to happen. God damn, dude. Yeah. So then after that, he bounces around uh, fort to fort, sometimes as commander. He starts to get ill, uh, granted long periods of sick leave. He was jaundiced, and his liver was failing. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> you can see that one coming. <laughs> it's, hard, it's really hard to be a drunk back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eleven years later, he finally paid for his drinking, February 22nd, 1881. Two thousand bucks? At Fort Custer on oh. the Yellowstone, his junior officers finally had enough of him put under arrest. This time, charges were actually filed. Baker served as his own defense in the trial. Oh, that's a drunk man. <laughs> yeah. I got this. Yeah. I'm going to be completely exonerated. You just watch. So he questioned one of the officers who said technically he didn't see him drunk on duty. 
uh, satisfied, he called not the other five officers that didn't that did see him drunk. <laughs> Baker presented letters from generals about his awesome serviceness. Uh, he was ordered dismissed from service. He appealed and got help from Sherman, who got it as a reduced rank and half pay for six months. Whoa! They let him stay in the fucking military. Oh yeah. Yep. God damn. Oh, yeah. You, you, I mean, getting kicked out was damn near impossible. Maybe more bodies. That's that's another problem, too. If the like, military like is desperate for fucking warm bodies, like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's impossible well, to get and, fucking booted. Even if you're a fair, fucking... He, he had know. experience, and he was a West Pointer and all that. So, you know, they, they get the old, boy, old boys club working. He was also, know? like, woefully inequipped mentally to fucking be there. Now that's ninety percent of these fucking guys who you not been paying attention. Like. Yeah, I know, but still, fuck. Yeah. Well, they, hopefully they just give him a desk job or something. Well, they ah. do transfer him to Walla Walla. That's where he takes ill during the trip and dies. Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, so the the trial ends. They reduce him in rank, give him a cut in pay, and then they send him off to Walla Walla. Yeah. How mm-hmm. long did he last in Walla Walla? Not long. Uh, well, he got sick during the trip. Oh, shit. So. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn, like, dude. Uh, the, obitu- the obituary uh, cause of death, general debility. <laughs> Just, okay. <laughs> How fucked up do you have to be where I can't even describe what exactly is wrong with you because... It's all wrong. Everything's wrong with you. Well, and they probably put him on a on a regimen of like no drinking, right? So like he's probably oh, yeah. such an alcoholic oh. that he was like sent on a fucking you know wagon train uh, with no no alcohol allowed. But he's so fucked up all the time that he just dies of like alcohol withdrawal. Yeah, very likely. That's crazy. That's <laughs> that's insane. Well, that's what do you get for killing all them pygons? Fuck, man. Good. Fuck him. Yeah. It's just the amount of drunkenness is kind of impressive. And this yeah, is coming yeah. from, I'm a bartender and a drunk also. So, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just impressed. Oh, yeah. I'm not mad. I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking. But just all these fucking things, you know, like, uh, just looking back a little bit ago with the, um, you know, like the Sublet brothers all shit-faced at the rendezvous and getting in a fight with, I think it was also Blackfeet, wasn't it? Yeah. They yeah. built the yep. fort. Just everybody's shit face. That's probably why a lot of people got through, like, unscathed is, you know, if they were sober, they probably could have actually hit something. Right. It, well, also, like, like, if you're if you're drunk in a car crash, like, you uh, tend to survive yeah. more than anybody else. Yeah, but that doesn't work the same with, your, like... Your reflexes re- don't work as well. Well, yeah, but if you're, like, wrestling around on somebody on the ground with trying to stick a butcher knife in you, that's not what you're looking for is the limp no. muscles and the but fucking... But you do, you do get the super strength if you're hammered. Uh, also, <sighs> if you're... If you're drunk, you're like really loose. You know what I mean? So yeah. When a, when a bullet hits you, it just like goes straight through the fucking like jello that is your body, and then out the back, yeah. and it's like pff, clean, clean, yeah. clean fucking shot. We're good. Yeah. I also sense. don't know anything about ballistics. I was gonna say I don't think. First of all, we can't test it because they don't make like drunk ballistics gel. <laughs> um, no, no, drunk drunk people. Like body on, is ballistics, Joe. I'm thinking bullets are equally effective on on drunk people and sober people. I've seen some drunk people get uh, away with some crazy ass shit. Get away with it, but I'm just saying, like, if shot in the exact same spot, it's just the fact that you'll keep. Oh sure, if with, you want to get all scientific and shit on yeah. it, but yeah. Instead of like, I don't know, losing just, your shit and I screaming just have a that feeling. you gotta go to the emergency room. Yeah. I have a feeling. 
drunken bullet sponge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's. I'm changing all my online handles to drunken bullet sponge. <laughs> bullet sponge. Uh, what else you got, Will? That would be it. I think. Okay. I think the reason it failed before is because I was not ready for this one because it is exceedingly fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, dude. Sure enough, it, is. Especially you know the Blackfeet in in general were such a feared commodity back in the early yeah. half of the 1800s. Yeah, they were bad motherfuckers. You didn't hear much from them during the later half, and it was essentially because of this. Yeah, yeah. And it was the Sioux that were fucking shit up uh, after that point. So Because once you get the Blackfeet kind of out of the way, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just a, it's a constant reminder that, like, like Europeans are an invading force. And are on a mission to like, kill everyone that was already here so they could take over. Unrelated, but yet sure. kind of related. Uh, the big thing is I was hoping Will would do a, 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 a epilogue for a Mountain Chief who actually, you know, got away. Oh, Chief Mountain Chief? Yeah, Chief Mountain Chief. Uh, he actually uh, did a lot of work with anthropologists and stuff uh, trying to... Um, you know, uh, fill them in on like how how shit really was with, oh, like with the Blackfeet and their culture and the, like all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's, I sent you a picture of uh, him sitting there by a, a phonograph player with a lady that's like, uh, re- you know, he's speaking into the recording cone. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And so, so- I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find those oh, recordings. Oh fuck you, yeah, you, dude! You, you would think those probably got to be in the Library of Congress or something. They have to be. Um. Yeah. Uh. And it, when we it find probably- it, we'll stick it in right here. Also, it helps to uh, try to show white people, like, look, we're you know, this is how we operate. It's not all this bullshit you've been hearing, totally. you know, that yeah, kind of stuff. So. Don't be scared. We're just people, too. Yeah, yeah. By the way, here's our song about hunting elk in the winter. And, yeah. You know, here's our shit. But yeah, I, I want to I want to dive a little into and uh, see what see what all that looked like. But I just wanted to bring that up. Excellent. Cool. That's yeah. cool as fuck. I can't wait to hear that shit, man. Yeah. Anyway. Other anyway. Than that, yeah. Fuck Baker. Fuck Baker. Actually, fuck most of the people that shit. Malcolm Clark was a real piece of shit, too. Uh, what's his name? That uh, that bullshit 
fake governor, the the guy from England. Uh, oh yeah, uh, that fell off the boat. He was useless. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> meager. Everybody's meager. Just, yeah, meager. What a terrible name. Also, just, go, just useless. Go drown in a river, you, know, you fuck. General Sully, I have a little bit of respect for, kind of, of as uh, as he's trying ca- to. Help, I guess. Yeah, as these cavalry officers go, is he's one of the least worst, usually. There we go, least worst. Um, That's Phil, all we could grade on here. Yeah, Phil, right. <laughs> Phil, Phil Sheridan, you know, once again, he's an appalling human being, but one scary-ass savage fighter, and, uh, you know, William oh, he's, Sherman. The thing about... I mean, Sheridan or, or... Sheridan. Yeah, yeah. I keep wanting to say Sherman. Sheridan, the thing about Sheridan is, like, he's fucking smart. Yeah. And he's ruthless. Yeah. He's awful. Yeah, he knows he's doing evil, but he's like, well, guess what? My job is to fuck shit up. Yeah, And I'm going to fuck shit up. I'm getting paid to be awful, so fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna do. Well, I'm just did... playing the heel. Yeah, he got pretty, pretty. him and, and William Tecumseh Sherman got pretty famous for being pretty awful to the South. Uh, and then uh, they went ahead and did the same thing to the Native Americans later on. So they were they were really good at it. Oh fuck! It kind of makes fuck. me want to go out in a hail of gunfire, honestly. Yeah, let's do it. See y'all next time. Bye, everybody. Fuck. Fuck you, Miles Eddie. 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 Miles Edd